Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics where we got your clutch starts and sits of the week. What up, bud? I'm ready for it. Week, oh, week four. You? I know. So, I mean, Woo! there's a lot to go over. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that's going on. A lot of COVID-related things. Of course, we got our NFL headlines where we discuss and digest over everything. But uh, is this a make-or-break week for your fantasy team? For some people, it is. I'm, I mean, if you're 0-3, it's not looking good for you right now. You, you need a win. You need to get in the right direction mm-hmm. and, and get your team on track. And the way to do that is be a good coach. Be a good coach. And sometimes a good coach listens to a good podcast. Congratulations. You just stumbled upon a pretty good podcast. Phenomenal. Phenomenal, if I might add. Top tier, as some name might suggest. NFL headlines. So, Devontae Adams practiced with his hamstring injury. That is a good sign. Ugh. He does suit up Monday night against the Falcons, which should be a, a very fun game to watch. Ugh. I definitely expect him to play. Ugh. How sad are you? Very sad. Why? I have a Lazard. I picked him up because I need help on my wide receiver front. And Devontae Adams, he has to do me like this. You know, the, the issue with Lazard is he had two catches. Just it happened to be two big play catches. Yeah. So uh, am I going to reliably start Lazard on my fantasy team? No. If Adams is out against okay. a horrible Atlanta team. Okay. I yeah. would I would spot start him. Yeah, but you, could, you could do that. With Devontae Adams coming back, I'm, I'm going to push away. Uh, unless Devontae Adams gets ruled out before Sunday. I'm probably not going to start Lazard. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening. Yeah. So Calvin Ridley and DeAndre Hopkins both get a did not practice tag, and this is Hopkins' second day not practicing. So unless Friday, when that uh, injury report comes out, and he does not practice, or if he doesn't get any type of workout session in, it might be time to look for another receiver to replace him. Yeah, Ridley. I'm not as concerned as Hopkins, obviously. Yeah, I, I'm not concerned yet. I'm waiting for a Friday. This is mm-hmm. only one day out of the week. He did not practice. Uh, I, I doubt something randomly just came up. But Odell Beckham and Terry McLaurin randomly got added to the injury report today. Odell has a back injury. McLaurin, you, you described it as a deep thigh bruise? Yes. And it, it's pretty common. So most players do play through it. So it, it's not too much of an issue. It is painful, though. It hurts. It just sounds yeah. painful. Like a deep thigh bruise. It's not a regular thigh bruise. It's a deep thigh bruise. A.J. Brown has a regular knee bruise, and he hasn't. He missed a couple games because of that. Yeah, he has. So Slight, I, I mean, bone to muscle, there is a big difference there. There's a difference? Yeah. Yeah, so what you're saying is they're both soft. <laughs> A.J. Brown soft? A.J. Brown soft? Damn. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. So, so o- Odell misses out on a great opportunity because they go against the Cowboys, and I'm expecting that game to be a relative shootout. So if he does miss that game, that would be immensely unfortunate for the already underwhelming receiver. Feed Jarvis. 
Jarvis. Feed, feed him up. Feed, feed him up right there. So Godwin and Fournette, both Buccaneers, did not practice. And we're obviously expecting both of them to miss their game. Yeah. I, I mean, it gives Ronald Jones a bump for sure. Of course. Absolutely. He's going to get a lot of volume. This gives Evans a bump. He already was the red zone monster in himself. Now I expect him to have another 100-yard game like he had when Godwin was out. Now, Kareem Hunt groin uh, injured but still expected to play. I think uh, I think he's definitely going to be limited, but he already yeah. has been limited in that offense due to Chubb. But if he does not play, then Chubb is a top five back. Yeah, absolutely, and I think it it gives Chubb a little bit of a bump that Kareem Hunt is limited. I'm I'm not that concerned about it, but it does make me feel more comfortable with Chubb this week. Yes. Now, of course, the biggest news is going to be that the Texans and the Steelers game got postponed. So chances are, uh, th- there is definitely a scenario where somebody drafted Derrick Henry you- and James Conner, and <laughs> they're both gone. This what week. did you say? There is a scenario. Where no, no, no. Some- no. What did you, what what game is this? What did you say? The Steelers versus the Titans. You said Texans. Did I? You did. Oh, sorry. You did. I just I I didn't know if you were gonna realize it or not. So I, I had didn't. to make sure I didn't that we knew what was going on. Sorry. It's all good. No, it's not. It makes it it makes it entertaining. Sorry, thank you. You know what? That's that, that's what I'm here for. You're bringing more class. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So the Steelers and the Titans. Correct. Three and zero, three and zero. Yeah, they're both undefeated teams. They both got their games postponed. And uh, we're expected to see them play week seven when the Titans have their bye week and the Steelers have their bye week on week eight. So we're expecting them to flip-flop schedules so they can match bye weeks. Uh, I mean, it's not the biggest deal in the world because you're going to have your bye week regardless. So uh, it just happens to happen a lot earlier, which might be good for you because you get it out of the way. Uh, Especially for A.J. Brown. I mean, you're looking at someone who is hurt. It gives him another week that he actually can play. Yes. He was already eyeing a week mm-hmm. five target as to come back. And this might actually accelerate it because now not only are you not traveling, you're having a little bit more time to rehab, get right and rest up. This could be very good for the injured receiver. Now let's hop into the games of the week. Clutch starts in six of the week. So let's start it off with, the two and one Ravens versus the Washington football team that are one and two. So uh, Ravens got, I don't want to say embarrassed, but they definitely did not play well against the chiefs. It was, it wasn't good. It it wasn't good. I mean, Lamar looked a little underwhelming. Hmm. Uh, He he had some rushing yards to, uh, to, you know, recoup any type of horrible fantasy play that he had. uh, Mark Ingram didn't do much. JK Dobbins definitely didn't do anything. Uh, Mark Andrews, was definitely the disappointment of the day with two drops, an end zone touchdown drop, mm-hmm. you know, three fantasy points it looked like he had. Yeah, it was it was a brutal day for him. Lamar Jackson not super concerned with Mark Andrews like we went over last episode. Go back to it and listen to that. But I'm not concerned about him on that front. Washington football team, are you are you starting McLaurin? Are you feeling comfortable with anybody? What are the options there? McLaurin has earned his must-start tag in a half-point PPR. His lowest point total has been 11 so mm-hmm. far this year. Uh, I definitely do not see why not you would take that. Okay. And then Chase Young is going to be out against the Baltimore Ravens. I do think that factors in. They are going to be running the ball drastically on Washington. I assume that the Ravens are going to make it, try to make a statement here after they got a little bit embarrassed. They're always going to be a run-first team. Yeah. So 
if you have Mark Ingram, you have to plug and play him no matter what, yeah. regardless of the matchup. Lamar Jackson, of course, plug and play no matter what. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, he is flexible. If you have a better option, I'm going there, but you could definitely go ahead on that option. Uh, other than Mark Andrews, there's nobody on this receiving core that I would like to plug and play. So spot. Marquise Brown, you're you're staying you away know, from him. Would you flex him? You, you I mean, can. You definitely can flex him to wide receiver three with massive upside. It's mm-hmm. just uh, I just feel like there's better options out there. Yeah, you kind of went over it a little bit last time. Was your concern is mainly a boomer bust guy? So. Mm-hmm. So say I have three wide receivers. Okay. Do you feel comfortable having you have a really comfortable set of like Robert Woods and Michael Thomas? Okay. If Michael Thomas was playing, just hypothetical here, and then you have a Marquise Brown option. So you know you're getting points from one and two. Number three is kind of your boom guy. You feel comfortable with Marquise Brown in that wide receiver three slot Mm -hmm. as that kind of player, kind of like a Will Fuller almost. Fair enough. Uh, you can, but I would much rather have somebody like a John Brown in that third spot, which chances are he could be there. Uh, I mean, we, we are if, expecting him to play. Yeah. Oh, he, he okay. did. Pra- I mean, I expect him to play. He did practice yesterday. He okay. practiced today as of Thursday. Okay. If he gets a practice session in on Friday, he, he's probably playing unless uh, uh, they go out and say otherwise. But mm-hmm. I'm expecting him to play. Uh, another person I would rather start in there. If John Brown does not play Cole Beasley, I'd much rather have him in that scenario or that spot. Uh, Marvin Jones, I'd rather have him than uh, Marquise Brown. You know, s- sometimes, you know, Marquise Brown, he might catch up one touchdown. He might catch a seven-yard pass, touchdown, gets you uh, 14 and a half points off one play. But if he doesn't do that, then he gets you three points and you happen to lose that week, you're going to be kicking yourself all over. Uh, I'd rather get the points where you can get them. Okay. And we're going to the next game. Of course. All right. Business is booming. Game of the week. So, business booming. Game of the week. Our game of the week this week is the Chargers and the Buccaneers. Is that is, is that it? Is, is is that a button hitter right there? That was a little. That was a little spice for you is right it? there. I think. I think that's a little hot take. Yeah, I, I think that's spicy to say the least. So the Chargers and Buccaneers, I, I wanted this as the, the game of the week because there's a lot of fantasy implications in this game. I mean, right now we got Godwin out, got Fournette out. They're all starting running, starting players. You have Mike Evans in. He's a starter, must start at this point. He's probably going to be a top five receiver. Uh, you have, I mean, you have Chris Harris Jr. out on that Chargers defense as well. So, yes. I mean, everything's kind of lining up for the Buccaneers. Chargers defense has about five defensive players out this week. Ouch! But they still have Joey Bosa. They they're, do. Have, they're gonna bring pressure. They do. They, uh, Melvin Ingram is out. Derwin Jones is all. Derwin James has always been out for a while. Obviously yes. on the IR. So it's gonna be a nice fit for the Buccaneers. Yeah, it's gonna be a good fit. But even on the other side of the ball, uh, uh, Herbert he should be going out again. That means I like Keenan Allen. Eckler. I like Hunter Henry. I like Eckler. I like Joshua Kelly. I like everybody on that offense getting their piece in that game. This, this game is going to have a lot of fantasy implications, a lot of big-name players, a lot of big-performing players, a lot of studs, which is why I wanted this in the game of the week. Absolutely. So you're starting everybody. Yes. So let's go to the tight end situation for the Buccaneers. Okay. Are you are you touching any of those guys? Are you no. touching O.J. Howard? Are you touching Gronk? No, no, no. That's no. it. You, you, you should dump all those shares, trade them if you can. If not... 
just cut your losses and find another tight end. Johnu Smith, uh, Gesecki, Higby, or uh, you know whatever we can find off the waiver wire in that section. So Scotty Miller is going to. It's going to be a game time decision. It Correct. sounds like yes. If he is playing, do you feel comfortable starting him in that role? Yeah, because he had a, uh, I believe it was seven catches for a hundred yards when Godwin was out. Therefore, uh, it, it wouldn't be too unrealistic to see him duplicate that. I mean, that's uh, half point PPR. That's fourteen points right then and there. I can't see why not take it. Okay. So next game, Seahawks versus Dolphins. Okay. Okay. Oh, I liked it. I like it. Obviously, the Seahawks' offense has been astounding other than DK Metcalf with his... Don't remind me. Do I have to remind it? Yeah. You have to, but I don't want you to. So, the C- I mean, this, I'm expecting Chris Carson to not play this game. Safe to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Safe to say? No. Carlos Hyde's the guy. Carlos Hyde's going to be starting. He's going to be playing. And uh, Carlos Hyde's going to earn his RB2 to flex spot, depending on your situation. Uh, Metcalf must start. Lockett must start. Russell Wilson must start. Uh, Greg Olson, you can think about it. I, 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 I don't blame you for it, especially in this matchup. On the Dolphins side, Miles Gaskin, he's, pl- plug him. Pl- put him in. I mean, you're probably putting him in in the replace of Derrick Henry or James Conner. In that case, that is not a bad and suitable replacement. Uh, Devontae Parker, he's playing. You're playing him. Mike Gusecki, you're playing him. Uh, anybody else on the Dolphins' side? Preston Williams, you can I mean, definitely do it. Uh, yeah, you can you can play Preston Williams too. Uh, this this defense has been pretty bad and letting up a lot of opportunities in the air. I think that we're going to see that again, especially with Jamal Adams being out as well this week. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you also have to think about. Um, oh man, I lost my train of thought. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is also. Uh, I mean, you might be a Deontay Jones uh, Johnson owner. Uh-huh. Uh, you know he's going to be out not only this week mm-hmm. because of the concussion, but because of the bye week. So Preston Williams fits in there quite yeah. nicely. Uh, I mean, you could probably go in for a uh, tight end position because chances are Gesecki. Gesecki. I mean, uh, Gesecki is a start for sure, in my opinion. And yeah, yeah, I think he has earned tight end one status. And uh, I mean, he lines up more in the slot than he does on the line. If you're going to do that, that means you're running routes. You're on the field. And then Fitz Magic, Mr. Stash, Mr. Beard. Does he pull out some magic? Do, oh, yeah. do we think he's going? No, no, no. Do we think they can win this game? They can win it for sure. The dog, that's what Fitz Magic does. The unwinnable, he wins it. The things you think he might be able to do, he just kind of squanders. That's why it's he's Fitz Magic. Perfect setup. This Three setup. and zero against one and two. Exactly. Odds With against Fitz him. Magic. Russell cooking, and then all of a sudden. Oh. Just pulls, he pours in a little spice to the cook. Absolutely. So Vikings and Texans. Both 0-3. I think the Texans get on track. And I think it's going to be a, a high-scoring affair. Yes. What What do you think? Yeah, I could definitely see it being high-scoring, deep ball throwing, big shot taken, a lot of points scored. The Vikings let Xavier Rhodes go to the Colts. Yes. And he's got two picks. He's playing great. And they have two rookies at their cornerback spot. And they have been torched. To be fair, Xavier Rhodes was getting torched wherever he was last year and the year before that on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't blame him for letting you, him go. Do you think it's the Vikings or do you think it's Xavier Rhodes? Because 
He's on the Colts. He's playing great. He, I mean, he he picks he picked Sam Darnold. I, I, I'm willing to wait. Throw you it don't as, think Sam Darnold's good? I it's, it's more on the he's, Adam Gase. He's, 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 it's more on Adam Gase right now. I had to do it. I know you did. I, know I you, had I, to do you, it. You started that whole conversation literally just about Adam ju- Gase, ju- just to get me to mm-hmm. lead the road. Absolutely, follow the yellow brick road right yep. straight to Adam Gase. I'm glad we're on the same page. With and that. I fell for the bait. Oh, you absolutely did. So, Dalvin Cook must start. Yeah, Thielen must start. Justin Jefferson, high upside, flex spot. I like it. I'd do that. No problem. Will Fuller on the opposite side of the 100%. field. 100%. Must start. David Johnson. David Johnson, put him in. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, that's his name. Forgot it for a second. <laughs> put him in. Uh, Fells, here, here's your sneaky start. Fells, I like his option. Not Aiken? No, Aiken's good. He's more of like the big play, big play potential tight end. Fells, he's more of the possession receiver. I've seen him make some nice one-handed snags in the end zone. What about Cooks? Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Okay. What, what do you okay. think about Brandon Cooks breaking a long one this game against a horrible defense possibility trying to get him some sort of relevance? While his chances of breaking a big one is bigger on the Vikings, if you are banking on somebody breaking a big one, I feel like you are already in trouble. That's what you're banking on yeah, with Brandon Cooks. Th- that's why that, I don't that like is that 100% option. What you're banking I like him on right more now. as a intermediate route runner going across the middle, doing some shallow crossing routes, try to get yourself in space. I prefer that over the deep bomb for Brandon Cooks. On the uh, other side, I want to say Kyle Rudolph. I would definitely would not mind streaming him in this scenario. You see that snag that oh, he had? That was Ooh, just a nice, juicy. That's not the first time he's done Absolutely it. Absolutely juicy. I don't understand, but geez. Uh, it, it was uh, great footwork to make sure you have both feet in great snag uh good job on the referee for seeing that oh yeah and all that good stuff now moving on to the saints and the sneaky lions i i i'm putting i'm putting i'm putting upset alert in this game i definitely think the lions can take this one from the uh the saints how do you feel about galladay going against Lattimore? Lattimore did come out he tweaked his hamstring today yes and that is a concern. It could definitely be a concern because when you, when when you tweak your hamstring, first you got to go through the soreness and then the pain, and now and then then you see what the actual uh, results and uh, you know result of uh, is it going to hinder you? It's going to hinder him for, you know, for sure. It's going to hinder him. I I I wouldn't be surprised if I see them move Lattimore to Marvin Jones's side and then they bracket or double team Galladay. Yeah. That, I definitely would not put that out of the scenario, but regardless. Galladay is going to be your must-start receiver. Marvin Jones, you're definitely going to put him in the wide receiver three to flex spot. Uh, Adrian Peterson, great flex option. Uh, Are you expecting a lot from Adrian Peterson against this really good Saints defense? You're not, but hey, he, he's going to get 20 carries. If you're going to get 20 carries, yeah. you're hoping for 75 yards and a, uh, a hopeful touchdown. If not, mm-hmm. well, congratulations. You got seven and a half points from your flex position. Okay. So Browns and Cowboys. Okay, I like it. I mean, is OBJ going to get on track? I, th- I think if he, that's... If he plays and he does not get on track this game, he's going to be in a lot of scrutiny and a lot of uh, complaints and criticism. This is this is the game where he gets back on track. I mean, the Cowboys, they're known for allowing teams to just break them deep. It's very understandable to be 
frustrated and tired of him. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we all thought OBJ was a nice slant route runner, intermediate route runner, short route runner who could break a huge game. Mm-hmm. He, do- he hasn't done that. Or make an amazing catch. Or make an am- He hasn't you know, done that. And if he, he doesn't beat somebody deep, he hasn't done anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, he might not even play. Jarvis Landry is the safer option here. For sure. For sure. Nick Chubb sure. obviously is the safer option here. Dak? Start. Must start. Zeke? Must start. Absolutely. Amari Cooper? Must start. Are you comfortable with Gallup and C.D. Lamb or just Gallup? Yes. Both of them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely do expect this to be a higher scoring game. I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as last week against Seattle, but I could definitely see this as a game where uh, Dak is going to have to air it out and chances are Gallup is going to end up with 100 yards and C.D. Lamb could end up with 50 and a touchdown. We'll find out. Exactly. Now, the Jaguars versus the Bengals. That 0-2-1 with a tie. That is disgusting to look at. Uh, Joey Burrow gets his first win of his NFL career this game. That's what you're calling? I'm calling. That's my shot right there. Who's scoring the touchdowns? Is Mixon relevant in this game? What's going on? Mixon won't have a breakout game. Okay. He'll have a good game. Touchdown? Yeah, he's going to have 75 yards rushing. A touchdown. He's going to have three catches for 30 yards. Can you complain on that? I hope so. I really hope so. That's going to be his stat line this game. On the other side of the ball, James Robinson, he's going to have a great day as well. He's going to have 100 yards, one touchdown, and uh, two catches for 35 yards. Yeah, James Robinson is a must-start in there. DJ Chark doesn't look like he's going to be coming back. So is Keenan Cole or any of those wide receivers a viable option for you? Yeah, you definitely can. I I don't think I'd put LaVisca Chenault in just yet. No, It's hard to say he's a stash because I expect DJ Chark to come back in next week, kind of putting him back in the in, uh, uh, you know in the unrelevant section. That means Chenault's time to shine is now this day, but uh, I'm still not ready and comfortable to put him in yet. Yeah, absolutely. Colts and Bears, three and zero against two and two and one Colts. Colts have a very good defense. Is Nick Foles going to be able to show us what he did a little bit last week? I mean, the the Falcons' defense isn't very good. So the uh, Colts. I def- the, the, well, last week. Yeah. Okay. okay Nick okay. Foles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the just, Dawkins. There we go. I, I was making sure the names were right. All right. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right. My bad. That there was. I'll let it slide this time. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. It's good. So, uh, I expect Nick Foles dicing up the Falcons. It's not much. It's not saying much. It's cool to see. It's good to see. You like to see it, and then it makes you realize, wow, Trubisky was that bad. He couldn't do it. Uh, I want to see him do it against the Colts. If he can do it against the Colts, then you're about to start forming a good offense, and this is going to save Matt Nagy. Yeah, I mean, doesn't seem like a trend that all these offensive gurus really not getting on track with any of their teams. Okay, Matt Nagy, Nagy. Adam Gase. Okay, I mean, you have well. Give me one more, one more. Joe Judge is technically not the same thing, Um, but Zach Taylor technically. I mean. Uh, passing offense has always been pretty great, but the run run offense has been abysmal. Abysmal for the last two years. Is it? What is it? Sometimes college offenses just don't translate. 
I mean, Andy Reid's offense isn't a college offense. It's a vertical spread offense, but it's not a college offense. It's when he's designed. It's it's a little different of a, a scenario. It's a bit different of a story, and it's a different slice of the cake. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of the times college offenses just don't translate or college talent doesn't translate. This is, might be one of those times. Matt Nagy either needs to get with the times or uh, falter. Or your coach is an idiot like or Adam co- Gase. Or, 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 or your Adam Gase. But he's an offensive guru, so I can't be that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, on the Colts side, T.Y. Hilton is a non-star. Jonathan Taylor must start. Naheem Hines, if you don't have anything better. But because I expect the Bears to put up points, I expect Naheem Hines to be in the game, catching some passes from Philip Rivers. Now, there's tight end Ali Mocox. Yep. While he has probably the coolest name in the NFL. Depending how you think of it, you flexing. I mean, not flexing. You streaming him as a tight end. If I really need someone, sure. But honestly, I would. It's gonna hurt to say, and you're gonna be very sad. No, I have a feeling I know. You what know you're who say. I'm gonna say. Just say I would rather it. start Evan Ingram than I would Molly Cox. Okay, that's not where you were going. I thought you so were gonna what say. So what did you think it was? I gonna thought be. you were gonna say I'd rather start Jimmy Graham. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Actually. I'd rather it. start Jimmy Graham than, oh. than Cox. <laughs> it, just the way Nick Foles used him, how many targets were there? Obviously, he was he, he was targeted in the red zone a good amount. He, he's been relevant. It hurts my soul okay. to say it, but he has been relevant, and we can see it keep increasing. If you don't have a better option, he'd be a good streaming option for you. I, I, I like starting Jimmy Graham. I would definitely recommend it and do it myself. Like it. I don't like it. You don't like it? No, I don't like it. I just feel like it's sneaky. I like it, gonna, but I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to go your way, and you're going to seem really smart for doing it. I, I highly recommend it. It's when, when I check my lineup and I see someone have Jimmy Graham in the lineup, I'm like, oh, I'm winning this week. And then he puts up two touchdowns. Yeah, and then you lose your week. And, yep. then, you, and then you sit there and go, wow, I'm an idiot. Sit in a corner and you start crying. Yeah, that's. Uh, yep. Uh, I, I can tell you've done that plenty of times. I've seen it. That is true. That is true. There you go. Now, the Cardinals against the Carolina Panthers. I know you wanted to you, – you were thinking about putting this as your game of the week. I think there's going to be fireworks. I don't. I think, I think the Panthers' defense is absolutely atrocious and horrible, and I think they are going to need to put up points, and I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to put up a good amount of points. I think this is going to be a very entertaining game. Now, Hopkins – I'm gonna put a little. I don't even think oh, it's you're spice. Oh, you gonna you gonna stop some Hopkins train here? Well, I, I don't think he's this. gonna play. Okay. I mean, he hasn't played for the past two practices, unless he gets a decent work in session Friday. I'm I'm probably gonna put it as he's not playing. Uh, if if he's not playing, I expect a, a lot of struggling to go on on the Cardinals' offense. I expect him to use Kenyon Drake a whole lot more, and I hope. They use Kenyon Drake a whole lot more. He's been disappointed. He's been mixed and level disappointing. This is the breakout. This if, if for he Kenyon out, Drake, this is the breakout right here. This is his best scenario. Or right he's here. gonna tear his ACL. Oh, it's one or the other. Okay, am so, I calling it all immediately? Nah. Well, okay, what first quarter or second quarter he tears his ACL? Third, M- middle of second. On his way to the locker room in halftime. One of the well, come on, middle of the second. Middle of the second. So you're talking about like eight twelve. Okay. Ouch, that, that's I even gave brutal. you seconds. Nice job. I'm proud of you. You're welcome. If it doesn't work, what do I get out of it? Nothing. Wow. Alrighty. So Hopkins, I'm not expecting him to play, which makes it difficult to start too many people on the offense in 
Arizona. Kyler Murray is still going to be a must start. Uh, Kenny Drake must start. On the other side of the ball, Mike Davis, he's earned his must start status. Uh, he's also earned his must trade status. Robbie Anderson, stardom. DJ Moore, stardom. Anybody else? No. No. I, no. I think that is nice good enough. DJ Moore, we're hoping for some more production. We like the target aspect of it, but we want to see the production increase. There. We want to see a hit. You know? We want to see a touchdown. So, let's see it. So, the Giants versus the LA Rams. This should be a beating. Oh, good Lord. Uh, I feel bad for Daniel Jones. So Daniel Jones has only played one NFL game in his career where he has not had a turnover. Luckily for Daniel Jones, he only goes against Aaron Donald this game. So so there's no chance of that absolutely happening, right? <laughs> he only goes against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey and that <laughs> offen- defensive line. So, I mean, it, it's it's not like it's going to happen, right? They're going to get destroyed. Yes, it, I picked it, up the Rams defense in multiple leagues. I even spent some fab. I, I even considered a waiver claim for picking up the Rams defense because they're going to win people weeks this yeah, they're going to kill him. It, this isn't even going to be... It's at the Rams, too. It, this game is going to be a blowout. I'm not... The only people you could consider starting on the Giants' side of the ball would be a Darius Slayton play because they're going to be down so much, but I don't even feel comfortable with that. No, I'm just staying either. away from that offense completely and obviously staying away from that defense completely, and the Rams are, are must-start guys. Yes, I mean, Cooper I mean. Cup, Robert Woods... Henderson. Even Malcolm Brown has earned, with his disappointing performance last week, I would still strongly consider him in a flex spot this week. Okay. So the Bills, 3-0 Bills. I bet they're, you didn't expect that. They're killing it. 3-0 they're, they're, Bills. They're killing it. But I bet you didn't expect the 2-1 LV Raiders. I'll take it. I'll take it. I, I'm very surprised, um, but we are injured everywhere. I do not Sweet. see them. Las Vegas Raiders. You're not on that? I am. Okay. I'm a water boy. Oh, okay. I okay. do it on the weekend. Sorry. You're welcome. Um, yeah, they're, Brian Edwards is not playing. He's not going to be a fantasy option for you. Henry Ruggs does not look like he's going to be playing. Josh Jacobs, you're, you're going to start Josh Jacobs. Of course. You're going to start Darren Waller. Yes. What are you looking at? What What are we thinking they're actually going to get in fantasy production against this very, very good Buffalo Bills? They're going to put up 17 points by end Each? of the game. No, no, oh, no. Oh, just, just the Raiders. Oh, oh okay. Raiders okay. are putting up 17 points okay. total. However, you want to dice up that fantasy slow numbers, mm-hmm. you can go ahead and do so. But Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, they're going to be must-starts. Uh, you could definitely start Hunter Renfro in your wide receiver three to flex position. I definitely would not blame you for doing so. On the Bills' side, if John Brown plays, him and Diggs must start. Singletary yeah. must start. Yeah. Uh, Zach Moss's status is still in the air. So we're gonna have to wait and see what that goes. But he practiced, so he practiced. I, I yeah he did practice. So I, I assume he is going to be able to play. I was hoping he wasn't. That would increase Devin Singletary. Yes, it would. Devin volume. Singletary needs more. Yeah, he he really does. So Josh Jacobs still gonna be, of course, in that must start category. Yeah. So those are those are the normal guys. Can you start Buffalo Bills defense against the Oakland Raiders? Right. Definitely now? can. Or Las you Vegas Raiders. I'm you so definitely sorry. can. I mean, uh, I don't think you're going to get 15, 20 points. You probably get in the seven, eight point range. Yeah, you're you're probably not going to get anything absolutely massive, or unless Derek Carr plays horrendous and gets benched. 
But I do not think that's going to happen. So <laughs> on to the Patriots, where they go against the three and O Chiefs, and uh, uh, I mean, I, I definitely expect the Chiefs to win. I definitely think this is going to be a. It was definitely a game of the week contender. We Absolutely, thought about it, yeah. but I, I definitely don't want to keep putting the Chiefs in there. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's too easy it's on too that easy. end. Every time the Chiefs play the Patriots, Stephon Gilmore is not on Tyreek Hill. He is on Sammy Watkins, yes, which is very interesting for my end. And Tyreek Hill plays very well against the Patriots on a regular basis. So you're staying away from Sammy Watkins, in my opinion. That's what I'm doing. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, the normal guys you start. I mean, because of all the injured receivers, the the postponement postponement of a game and the uncertainty of a lot of uh, individuals and injuries, of course, if I might add. And the COVID time. issues. Yeah, yes. yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you might be forced to start Sammy Watkins. Ooh. You might be in a scenario where Ooh. you have to because right now uh, in multiple leagues, I checked the waivers and it's very thin. Yeah. If not, a lot of limited players, a lot of injured players, disappointing players. And then, you know, Sammy Watkins is going to be there who had – Pretty decent couple of weeks so far. He's had mm-hmm. multiple touchdowns. Yeah. He's getting targets. He's getting looks. He's getting receptions. He's not doing anything massive, but he is. Uh, he, he's being consistent for once in his career. On the Patriots side of the ball, uh, I mean Edelman. You're going to start him. Burkhead. I like him. If I if I have better options at running backs, I'm staying away. I just I don't know who is going to actually get the carries on the Patriots and we say this every single year so I'm going to stay away from that if I have another option that I feel comfortable with obviously but yes I I, I see what you're saying on the Burkhead front I'm just I'm not going to roll the dice on that okay I mean the chances are just like Sammy Watkins there's going to be scenarios and people where you, know, you just they, got they to, just kind of have to with a, have I to. mean think if you had James Conner and you had Derrick Henry I, I've seen multiple leagues yeah, where people have had that. Guess what? They're putting in Frank Gore. I'm just saying, in Adrian Peterson. I just don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable. You know, at I, all. It, it it makes my stomach turn. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes you do what you got to do. True. And, uh, Burkhead is going to be that option. I mean, James White returned to practice, so if he plays, yeah, he goes back to his flex spot, and uh, he's probably going to be a PPR monster as always. But I could definitely see Belichick. Also easing him into the game plan, which gives Burkhead a, a much more chance of relevancy. Yeah, there's there's two fronts on that. I was thinking the same thing. Easing him in or really just trying to get him full in to make sure he has a good week. He's He's had a rough week with his family and all that stuff. You want him to feel happy and special. And especially going against Kansas City Chiefs, I think he is going to be a PPR monster. But there is two ends of that. So they're either going to slow him in or they're going to push him fully in. I doubt Belichick's we'll see what happens. person who's randomly going to put somebody in because it makes him happy. Considering Random, randomly? James yeah. James White is one of a very good pass receiver. Yeah, he's but, not I mean, randomly going to yeah, put him Yeah, but you in. know what I mean when I say that. He, he's not going to say, oh, let me put him in and make him happy. I mean, he's the one that benched Malcolm Brown in the Super Bowl. And it well, yeah. probably cost them it, yeah, it the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. So, I mean, uh, Belichick doesn't sit there and go, oh, let me make him happy. So are you on the side of James White's not going to be James useful James White's not going to be. Yeah, he's okay. not going to be useful. I'll be on the side that I think he's going to be useful okay. just because I think there is two sides of that. And my guess is just they're going to use him a decent amount, especially against the Chiefs. But Fair enough. we'll find out. 
Now, the Eagles versus the Niners is going to be our Sunday night game. Uh, Eagles, I can't <laughs> trust or start anybody. Zach Ertz is the only startable player. And then Miles Sanders, of course. Uh, even Zach Ertz is uh, questionable, in my opinion, because, uh, I mean, uh, Fred Warner has absolutely shut down every single tight end he's went up against. So very, very good linebacker, yeah. He's very good. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I definitely expect the Niners to not necessarily demolish them because Carson Wentz seems to always put a little Fitz magic magic yeah. in his game every once in a while and messes but, up on a regular basis. Yeah. He'll, he'll do that. You know, Hey, he's Fitz magic. I, I do think Ertz is, I, I would start Ertz. I'd feel, yeah, he, he, he's must. I, I mean, you there's, have to do yeah, it. there's, there's no one else on that offense that you're going to feel comfortable. Miles Sanders. How do you feel you, against you, you the have Niners? To. You have to, I know, but how do you, how are you feeling going against the Niners? I'm you feeling comfortable? I'm, I'm static, but I'm comfortable. It? Good. He's going to get his touches. He's going to get his receptions. He's going to get you some sort of points. Especially with the D-line injuries that you, that the yeah. Niners have had. The Niners just got injuries over injuries. So, I mean, right now the the Eagles are tremendously uh, hindered with injuries. Luckily, they're going against a team that has more injuries than the Eagles, which uh, somehow happened. Usually never happens. Are you ready for this? Yes. Kicker of the week. Do you know who it is? Yeah, of course. Who is it? Let me know. My boy. Your boy. Robbie Gold. Oh, goodness. he is as good as gold this game, baby. He is nice rose gold, the little white gold, if you may. <laughs> little shineful, sunshine, Robbie Gold. I mean, uh, we expect Nick Mullins to easily go down the field against the Eagles, whether it's running or passing. But but here here's the kicker. I expect the Eagles <laughs> Literally defensive the front. Yeah, see, see, like that. You like it. It's pretty good, huh? Okay. Yeah. So the Eagles defensive front is also very good. So I do not mm-hmm. expect the Niners to be uh scoring many touchdowns. Once they get over on that side that you think they're gonna be stopped and yes. be able to kick field goals. Yeah. And and Robbie Gold, he just says, Hey, he's gonna eat he's gonna eat him up. I mean he's against eat the Giants up. against the Giants, I think he put up fifteen points. Yeah. So it's good. I mean uh, uh, if you want to compare the Giants to the Eagles, then you should mirror that success. I mean, if anything, the Eagles are a little bit better than the Giants. Eagles so are better be than the Giants. Sh- there should be a regression of touchdowns and increase of field goals. Congratulations. You got the best kicker on your starting roster now. I don't think we need to even talk about the game. Oh, I mean, we kind of already did. Niners? Who are you starting on the Niners? Uh, Didn't really go into any of the Niners players. Well, I mean, uh, let's see. Brandon Ayuk, <laughs> startable. Uh, startable McKinnon, if you're having an issue. Yeah, yeah, definitely. McKinnon, startable. Jeff Wilson Jr., startable. Zacher, I mean, not Zacher. It's George Kittle, who should be playing. Must start, of course. Uh, Nick Mullins. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't stream it, but I mean, I guess you could. Uh, their defense must start at this point, but you're probably going to want to drop the Niners defense after this game because they have a very rough stretch. So you're definitely going to want to think about that. Absolutely. Falcons versus the Packers. I think this is, this was a, a close game for the game. It was, of the a, week. It was we had a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good games this week and a, a ton of them. I mean, you're starting the normal people. The issue is Calvin Ridley. Is he going to play? Probably not. Is Julio Jones going to play? Probably. Actually, I, I definitely think Calvin Ridley is going to play. Okay. I mean, uh, he practiced all week except yesterday. I, I'm going to put my chips that they let him rest. You're going to push your chips in? 
Yeah, I'm going all in on that. He rested that day. They're just making sure he's healthy because they need a healthy receiver. Yeah, absolutely. So Matt Ryan, do you feel comfortable starting him this week? They have been monsters on the offensive side of the ball. If, so, I mean, I would feel very comfortable starting him. If, if they got the receivers on their squad, yes, you're going to start Matt Ryan. I feel pretty comfortable doing so. Absolutely. And Aaron Rodgers has been playing great. He's a must-start. Must if start. Devontae Adams plays, he's a must-start. Of course. If he doesn't, I think you start Lazard. Uh, one of those wide receivers is going to get points. Aaron Jones, Jones is, start. is a must-start. Jamal Williams could even reach flex status at this point. He's been starting to inch in some carries, inch in some touches. I definitely really like Jamal Williams myself. Uh, he has uh, been a little bit disappointing only because Aaron Rodgers has just been amazing. But I definitely think Jamal Williams might be able to sneak your way in that starting roster. Yes. So we already said the game of the week, but you want to know the real game of the week? <laughs> oh, I know the game of the week. Oh, Okay. Steelers-Titans? Steelers, that's the game of the week. Because they're not playing. Well, they're still undefeated after this week. Both teams are going to be undefeated after this week. If they don't play. They're not going to play. Supposedly, they could possibly play Tuesday. I don't play. think that's going to happen. They're just going to push it back. I think they have to push it back. I At don't think they're going to have enough time. No, 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 no. I mean, when I, I don't even know the players that got COVID. I don't think they've released that yet. No, I don't think they've released that. I haven't. I haven't heard anything. Yeah. So I mean, it could be backups, could be benches, could be personnel, could be coaches. Uh, I mean, if we were to see the names, mm-hmm. it'd make a whole lot more sense on why they would postpone it. Uh, but Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, them two together. Whew. I'm surprised Tom Brady hasn't gotten COVID yet. I mean, he's always smooching. He's people always on kissing the lips. people on the mouth. Always giving nice little little smooches. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised he hasn't given anyone mono this year. He probably has. I mean, Sam, it's still early. Sam it is, Donald it got is, it. With, it is still early. Did Sam Donald get it? Like week, week three or four, I think, actually. Five-ish. Yeah. Was soon, it five-ish? Soon. Soon. Hmm. soon. Hmm. Mono or COVID. Hey, maybe he did. Maybe he did smooch a couple people on the, the Titans and mm. the, uh, the Steelers. Possibility. Uh, that's all I'm saying. You know, that's not that far off. Exactly. So, remember, everybody, to hit that like. And subscribe and give us a rating on any type of podcasting platform that you may find us on. And remember, you could also find us on YouTube at TTT Fantasy Football and TTTFantasyFootball.com. So you can see our website, ratings, rankings, articles that I worked so hard on. Of course, you're going to want to see that, right? And anything else? No. Just no? Did no. I knock it out I, of the I think, park? I think you Did knock I everything. I, I, I think we're good. I do. They call me a hammer. And I nail it. Is that really what they call you? Sometimes. <laughs> All right. See you guys next Good time. luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, too. 